Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're back to talk about GameStop episode of The Walking Dead <laughs> uh, feedback version where you can you can chime in. Tell us how your GameStop experience went, you know? Did you get in on the, the squeeze or did you get squoze out? Mm-hmm. No, we're talking about yeah. the, the Walking oh, Dead what episode, about The we- Squeeze. <laughs> How do we not talk about a gamma squeeze? Oh fuck! You're we, right. We had an al- we had an alpha squeeze this episode, but no gamma squeeze. Uh, I don't think Aaron's going to be down with it, even if one was on offering. So we'll see. That was an oversight. We apologize. We'll we'll do all the gamma squeeze jokes here coming up. <laughs> uh, if you got your own, leave them in voicemail. We'll play them. Uh, Aaron, do we want to get right into the voicemails? We currently have three sitting here. Yeah, if uh, if you're curious on how to get in on this, we record our main podcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern uh, on on uh, well, we simultaneously stream at twitch.tv slash bald move for the video. And we also put the audio out on stereo.com slash bald move and stereo allows you to leave voicemails in real time for us. Uh, and that's that's what we do for feedback. You can also send in long term, long form feedback rather to watching dead at bald dot com. And we'll consider those at the end of the season. All right, let's do it. Let's try and play this first voicemail. I feel like the dynamic of Carol and Daryl has has gone on too long now. There'd be a lot of love lost and a lot of trust lost. Carol's been kicked out of the group before. She's come back. I I feel like they lost direction with her writing, considering that she was never supposed to be here at this stage. About this particular criticism, uh, I'm kind of half for and half against. Um, it is true that Carol has a checkered history with like the leadership structure of The Walking Dead and kind of doing her own thing. But I always feel like that, like that never, like like Daryl never thought that he was part of the outsiders in her circle of trust, and he's being confronted with this numerous times where it's like he's doing the thing where he's trying to tell her without telling her like, Hey, this is something we should all understand that shouldn't be happening. And I wouldn't want it to happen. If it's happening, kept on happening. Then he tells her, Hey, I need you to tell me things and stop lying to me and bullshitting me. And she's like, yeah, that's a thing I shouldn't do. Then he's like, okay, you've been lying and bullshitting to me. And I know because of these reasons. And now you know that I know there's surely no reason this should continue to go on. Like, I don't know. I felt it was realistic because these people, like, you know, they're family. And for a, over a decade now. And I think that, like, you know, if you're talking about uh, your sister, your aunt and uncles, um, you know, one transgression, a couple of transgressions, a pattern of be- bad behavior. Like, I, I don't know that that would be it or or that Daryl would hold all of her previous bullshit against her because, you know, Daryl's gotten up to some bullshit, too. Um, I I don't know. What's your read on it, Jim? Um, I mean, as far as like writing Carol, I like I I agree. Like, she wasn't meant to necessarily be around this long. Probably none of the characters really were. Um, but at the same time, they've had you know X amount of seasons to do stuff with her, and I think the stuff that they've done has been really good. Um, uh, I, I agree with your points about like. Yeah, is is this relationship believable? 
Yeah, definitely. For me, it is. Um, I, I think, yeah, there, there, you can't really excuse any sort of mistakes in the writing because a character wasn't supposed to be around. Because, like, I, I look at, like, Breaking Bad and I think, well, they didn't intend Jesse to be around. But look what they did with him. You know, he became everybody's mm-hmm. favorite character. So... And if he sucked in the last season, it wouldn't be because, oh, well, they didn't kill him in season one. It would be just because they're, yeah. they stopped doing him, doing right by him, right? I would think like, so, yeah, yeah, Carol, Carol doesn't make it out of the prison in the comics. Right. So we've had a couple of really cool character arcs from Carol that like where they, they had her, you know, she's one of the few that's kind of gone back and forth a few times but it, it never felt like just moralizing the way like morgan's mm-hmm. character did the way some of the other characters did um so i feel like up until now and then, again this isn't unrealistic or bad writing it's just carol acting in a way that disappoints us all and right. Daryl. we want her to be better than this but right so i think that she has to pay a price for this and she's going to have to like earn Daryl's trust back, obviously before a spinoff is going to work, but I think they can do that. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's move over to the next voicemail. Hey, Drainer from station seven, a long time listener. What I'd like to hear our heroes discuss is how one rifle equipped with an infrared scope would totally decimate Alpha's entire strategy. Okay, maybe it's hard to locate an infrared scope at this point, but it seems like it would at least be worth talking about. Seems like something that could still be found lying around somewhere, maybe on a an island military base. Oh man, if they could unlock night vision, uh huh. Yeah, you're not wrong. Because uh, they can still do batteries, right? They could charge. Although that's the other thing is like once you wear your last lipo pack out. Mm. You're you're done. It's not like you're going to yeah. make your own lithium lithium polymers. I don't think, or I don't know. Fuck, maybe you can. Maybe there's an easy way to recharge that shit. Uh, Eugene will find it in the library chemistry book. Oh or something. yeah, they'll be walking around with a bunch of nickels in in acid, <laughs> just like backpacks full of nickels melting and yeah, acid yeah. You re- get a lemon, insert some uh-huh. pennies into it, and you get some alligator clips. Yeah, it's for sure. It'll be fine. Cut yourself you an infrared. Run scope uh yeah a good point like any infrared device would immediately show which one of these uh skin freaks is is a whisper and which one of them is a dead zombie yeah except yeah, maybe in the summer uh, i wonder if the body temperature of the walkers fluctuates i was in the just summer. wondering it has to it's got to be it's got to be so like on there's a no hot regulation muggy, of it. so yeah hot muggy night when it's 95 percent heat and 95 percent humidity it'd be hard telling the <laughs> The walkers from the the zombies. Probably not because I bet the humans would be even proportionally hotter. Yeah, they might be. I don't know. We have ways to regulate our body temp. I assume walkers don't. It's true. So, yeah, 98.6 degree day. You might have trouble. You might have trouble. Yeah. But yeah, forward-looking infrared would be a game changer. uh, Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think we've ever seen that in this universe. I, I like at no time. I mean, I've seen him break into depots with body armor and face shields and riot shields and, you know, stun rocket launchers, rocket launchers. They've gotten rocket launchers. I've never seen them come across a crate of like night vision goggles or yeah. anything like that. Are you implying that maybe that tech doesn't exist in the walking dead universe? No, I just think that it like, you know, might be harder to come by. 
Um, I don't know why, though, because, yeah, you'd think they'd just be all over military bases. Somebody would have it. But it, I, also, it's not just night vision. It's it's infrared. Yeah, yeah. Like, night vision wouldn't do shit for you. Right. Um, except for late, maybe get, let you see the scenes better in the dark. But, like, yeah, you need you need infra, infrared. Infrared, yeah. for sure. Uh, good point, though, on the the naval base that they're potentially, the Michonne's going sure. off to. Like, they're almost certainly will be some infrared tech there although I, I also just just watched predator last weekend uh the natural counters just roll around in the mud oh yeah blood Boom. the guts the guts work on everything right that's true that's true so you might uh this is get naked roll around the latrine and then <laughs> then, then what are you gonna do vomit for 20 minutes uh <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next voicemail. Crapiflage. Okay, so a couple of us are in chat talking about this, but going back to that Negan and Alpha makeout scene in the woods. Um, I want to. Mm, what do you think they're using for soap in the apocalypse? Because if the answer is nothing, that would be the end full stop. Of my apocalyptic hookup days. Nope. Nothing never going to happen again after that. That's so gross. Um, but I don't know if they're able to manufacture soap. Like. In these times. Like. They're up there. They got a windmill. All kinds of other stuff. Like. Are they making soap? Do you think? At all? How are these people getting clean? Um, and then we're wondering, like, maybe Daryl was on to something with being asexual. Maybe he just was on to something the whole time. <laughs> uh, people who don't need people are the least stinky people uh, of all in the apocalypse. Um, so a couple questions here. I mean, life is going to find a way like I hate uh, to tell you throughout humans history, strong body smells uh, have not stopped us from reproducing. I'm, yeah. I'm happy here to say, because if, if so, the whole thing would have stopped working about 200,000 years ago. But holy shit. Uh, I wonder if, I wonder if we were just a lot cleaner. Like, did we like lick ourselves like cats and just clean ourselves? I mean, we constantly didn't wear clothes. Then? So, like, if you if you just wanted to bathe, like, if you know you didn't you didn't have clothes or stinking you up and all that kind of stuff. But like, you know, I've been camping for a week, and it's you know even if you bring deodorant and stuff to keep applying, and it's tough to stay clean. Uh, it's tough to have modern uh, clean cleanliness standards. I just I just don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I feel like you know. Um, the return to nature and after a while, like you get used to like body hair and stinks and stuff like that. Like you say you wouldn't, you say you wouldn't, but five years into everyone smelling like God, like death, you would, you'd recalibrate. I think, I don't know. Uh, I've never, Maybe. obviously never been through as, as obvious of apocalypse. I mean, they've got like um, showers and shit in Alexandria. I think they're, they're pretty modern and soap is not hard to make. Right. Can, That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I think Alexandria and Hilltop certainly have the capability of of staying close to modern cleanliness standards. Uh, Alpha and her brood have no cleanliness standards. They're I don't know that they even care. Uh, like, and when you're wearing the rotting flesh of of other humans, what your crotch smells like is the last priority. Yeah, and I, you know, when they did the wide shot of uh, of Alpha and Nega there um, squeezing, 
uh, it's abundantly clear how filthy their bodies are. Yeah. They're just grimy. They're just grimy and gross. Uh, so yeah, they're just smashing those bits together. Uh, but you're right. Like I, you know, uh, I like what is soap? It's like what lie and and ash and animal fat or some shit like that. I don't know. I, some, yeah, I went to Connor Prairie once, and they're making candles and they're making soap. And I remember thinking, boy, there's not much difference within this process other than like the wick. But uh, yeah, it's it's fairly easy to make an effective crude soap. I mm-hmm. and and you know just just keeping clean. If you have running clean running water, like sluice in your body off is going to once a day would would, would help out a lot. But yeah, yeah, I think they're I think I think they get used to being stinky. Sure. Oceanside, they Maybe probably just do. go for a dip in the ocean, right? Oh they're yeah. probably they're probably yeah. a little saltier than average, but I think yeah, probably fairly clean. Right, rub out the, all the pit. Yeah, just 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 spray some, sluice some salt water in all your crevices and mm-hmm. your pits, and and you're good to go. <laughs> For sure. All right, uh, let's try this next one. Did you see that Negan's be the latest DLC for Mortal Kombat? Which I asked the question: Are they in the same universe, and can we expect to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan in a future Mortal Kombat film? I'm obviously not being serious, but interesting. I don't know whether you're being serious or not, but like if it makes dollars, it's going to sense, you know, <laughs> like if, if Negan like uh, flies off the DLC shelves or whatever, and there's a mortal cause we're got about, well, we're about a week away from a new mortal Kombat. I think it's coming out to the theaters and HBO, uh, not this weekend, but next. Yeah. If, uh-huh. the, if, uh, if, if the Negan Negan DLC does well, why the hell not? Wouldn't you put it in there? Can we get Sub Zero? Would be murder against zombies, man. Does he have a rocket freezing launcher? And, freezing and shattering. It's the two things zombies like the least. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Being frozen and shattering. Uh, uh, hmm. Is is this a real thing? I I wanted to see a picture of it. I'm trying to look it up. I can't find it. But I don't know, maybe I mean, it's the, recent the other thing news. about. Yeah, you'd think that um, this would be a huge upgrade if you like had all the Mortal Kombat crew uh, in the in the Walking Dead apocalypse. But we've talked about this before, like uh, a close combat uh, melee specialist, not necessarily what you want in the zombie apocalypse. You, you don't want yeah. you don't want unarmed unarmed people getting within knuckle biting distance of a zombie. And Mortal Kombat that's that's this, that's their stock and trade, man. Constantly putting knuckles into people's mouths. I wish someone would have reminded Kelly of that this episode because she punches a few zombies in the face. I mean, that's just yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, like uh, that. Abraham did that every once in a while mm-hmm. too, and it was always kind of like, "Yeah, I understand, big. You want to, you want to drop them, but on the other hand, oof, one little, uh, one, one little canine across across the knuckle, and, and it's it's done for. It's done yeah. for." Uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I I have not played a Mortal Kombat game in a long time. Uh, but if I were to play a game, uh, a Mortal Kombat game, I would like Jeffrey Dean Morgan to be in it. Sure. What's his fatality going to be? And uh, how will it involve Lucille? He, he strips down and he just goes to town on you <laughs> with his stinky body. Let's see. Yeah, he puts he puts a mask on the opponent, strips his clothes down, and then uh, and then rubs himself all over you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. The green stink lines come off, and the other person explodes. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's sticking Lucille yeah. in various uh, orifices. Sure. Um, 
Yep. That's likely what those fatalities are going to be. Or creating new orifice, orifices with Lucille, probably. I mean, there's got to be a head like, bash where your eye comes out. Graphic, I yeah, graphic yeah. head bashing where like eyeballs flow, fly out the screen and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, M- MK, if you need any advice, just come to us. We know how to make this fatality really pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And then at mm-hmm. one out of ten times you prefer this fatality, the person actually was underneath the dumpster the whole time. <laughs> and you get the... Yeah. You, you get one more life to, to try to beat him. Yeah, it's like a counter fatality. It's the first counter fatality in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, if you're in the alley stage, it's with mm-hmm. with the dumpster in the background. Poof, the the it, it's like a fifty percent chance. You got to watch it. It'll come crawling back out just when you think you're done. All right, let's get the next voicemail here. Uh, like a thousand, two thousand years ago, we didn't have all the acid acidity inside of our systems that we have today from drinking all these manufactured and eating all this manufactured shit. So yeah, something to think about. Uh, Yar, what you eat? I guess I, I will say that, like, I think the pre like ten years in the zombie apocalypse, we probably flushed all that shit. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're eating a lot of pudding. Just <laughs> a lot of pudding. Specifically, how acidic is chocolate pudding? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely got some artificial preservatives in it for sure. Uh, but, they're eating uh, a lot of canned goods. Those probably have a lot of preservatives. Uh huh. Unless unless it permanently alters our DNA, the the acid, then I think we'd be back to clean and natural uh, fairly soon. Yeah, pretty quickly. We'd be clean eating. We'd be clean eating again. <laughs> All right, fire up the next one. I mean, don't you have to have some actual fat to make soap? And if that's the case, then uh, and all the animals are kind of gone. I mean, especially with Alpha's herd around. So, no thought. What was the first part of that, Jim? I missed. Don't you have to have some kind of like natural fat to make soap? I, I think you're right. Yeah, you would mm. like that. Those crude, crude. Those more like natural forms of soap or cleaning products. Yeah. The primitive soaps. Right. The primitive from soaps. 200 years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. From probably before the 1950s when they had plastic bottles or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Um, the other thing is like how much soap would be left to pillage? Like, like the shelf life on soap must be essentially oh, forever. Yeah. It's, it's I'm sure soap. it's good. Like if the Egyptians left honey and soap in their tombs, those are the only two usable products that would be still good to go 4,000 years later. So like, I bet there's just a lot of scavengeable soap and bleach and things of that nature that would just essentially go good as long as the containers are, don't rot, you know, as long as the plastic containers they're in are, are, are fine. Uh, to say nothing, like in the, you could always go to like powdered, like think about how much powdered soap is, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think there's just to be a lot of that. And, and, yeah, where would you get the animals? The ocean. I, I, I feel like yeah, there's that's a lot the thing. Like of fucking I, fish out there now. In absence of humans, like if we stop driving on the roads and stuff, like I feel like the animal populations will just explode. Like I, I don't think. Um, I mean, I, I guess he's talking about like if this horde is sweeping the landscape, clearing like a yeah, in this vicinity. a plague of locusts in this vicinity that that might be a a, a, tr- a trouble, but but Oceanside, I guarantee, could go out and find just a shitload of fish fat. <laughs> I don't know if you can clean yourself with fish fat. 
Fish oil? No, whale blubber. For yeah, sure. Whale. No, yeah, I don't no know more here. International Whaling Commission. Just start. Just start. Yeah, just get a whale. Star shirt. Trek fouring it up, man. All those I mean, look, if the human population is like 58 people, the whales have nothing to fear. Like, we can we can hunt as many Tell whales to the as whale we can eat. We, we club and drag onto the, the beach screaming because that, that <laughs> one whale will be pissed. I, I guarantee. I guarantee. Yeah, but the 600 others that are made in the time it takes us Holy to do that. Holy shit. That's the Carol and Daryl spinoff. Whaling. Whale hunters. Whaling with, with the <laughs> Carol and Daryl. <laughs> hmm. I could see I it. Like They're it. wearing... You know, these uh, crab hunting outfits, you know, they yeah, got the sea dogs. The, the, yep. yep. With a W G S dogs, sea dogs, sea dogs, sea dogs, <laughs> whaling with the sea dogs. I feel like there's got to be information out there about this spinoff and we're just. I would love to find out, but like, I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to spoiled. following the tragic death of Negan, uh, Carol and Daryl's like, nah, man, I'm, I'm so close to catching up. If I can keep from being spoiled for like six more weeks, yeah. I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Plus, I want to keep that image of sea dogs in my head for six weeks. Uh, all right. That, that's it, man. That's that's all that's the voicemails we got. Show. Yeah. Uh, if you would fun. like again. If you'd like to, again, join us for any of the uh, future shows. And again, this is all leading up to us uh, covering Walking Dead Live, which is it's going to be returning in August. We're going to be spinning all this stuff up on Sunday night. We're doing a live watch. We'll be doing a live podcast, the instant take, stereo.com slash bald move. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun going forward. But yeah, if you would like to get in on these live, you can do so every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash bald move simultaneously on stereo.com slash bald move. You can leave us feedback. Finally, send your long form takes to watching dead at baldmove.com and we'll consider those at the end of this season 10. That's it for this week. We'll be back next week for another uh, another new podcast and feedback episode. Until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. See ya.